welcome back to another podcast episode of Car Sales 101. Alright, so it's your beautiful host that has no hair, Tony Story. <laughs> Those of y'all that reached out on me on Facebook and Instagram, as you can tell, I'm bald. I went bald at a very young age, probably like 22, 23. I don't think I went bald, but it started, you know, getting thin and stuff like that. So eventually, uh, you can tell when you're going bald and you're shaving your head. I'm a little off topic here, but you can tell when you're going bald and you shave your head. And then all of a sudden, when you start clipping, the more and more you start to clip. So, for instance, you're sitting there clipping, right? And you have, you're going up the side and you hear the hair. Because there's a lot of hair on the side of your heads, right? When you go bald, you still have the adequate amount of hair on the side of your heads. And then what you're doing is you take it and you go... And then all of a sudden, when you get to the top, you hear the razors, the clippers, catching less hair. So you're... And then it takes back to their side. So anyways... I've been bald since a very young age, um, but I'm still sexy. I think I am, but regardless. Hey guys, so, a um, little off topic there. So, here you go. If y'all wanna reach out with me on Facebook, it's uh, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. Find me on Instagram, at TNTDad278. And you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Tony, in parentheses, Anthony, last name, Story. All right, so, now let's get into the, the meat of the episode. Um, well, Another thing is, let me do a little bit of house cleaning. If you can, give me a five-star review. That's all I'm asking for, a five-star review. Make sure you uh, put a, some notes in there, or put something in there that you like about it. That way it lifts it up on the podcast because there's obviously people out there that are similar to you that are starting in the car business that need some information. And we're just trying to make the car business a little bit better at a time. That's all I'm asking, just a little bit better. So anyways, regardless, I just wanted to... Um, reach out to y'all because there was a podcast listener on Instagram. I think he found me on Instagram. I don't think it was on Facebook. It's Alec Hosner. Hosner. I don't want to say it wrong. Um, he'll probably uh, correct me. But the one thing he said he's having a major objective was, was getting customers inside the dealership. And to me, um, this is hard and this is easy because, you know, you as a salesperson, you know, you don't really necessarily know what to do to get the customer in the dealership. And I'll tell you this much. One of the key elements that I watched one of the older salesmen while I was at the dealership do is he didn't listen to the customer. So I always relate the dealership a lot of, of cars and inventory kind of like a, a candy store for kids, okay? Now, regardless of whether you have good or bad credit, there are customers that will typically just look at all the vehicles on the lot, okay? And what they'll do is they kind of do window shopping. Oh, this one's cool. Oh, this one's cool. How much is this one? How much is this one? How much is this one? And that's what the, the same thing a, a kid does in a candy store. They see all these nice can, candies and sweet little toys and stuff like, stuff like that, and they start, you know, wanting this. I want this. I want this. I want that. And that's the same thing. It's the same mentality that an adult has whenever they're at a dealership and in the car, and they're looking at all these lifted trucks, jacked-up trucks, um, nice looking sports car you know these cool looking suvs it becomes more of a candy store mentality and they start pointing all this stuff out and it takes them off um i do not know what that is oh that's the car in front of me but anyways it kind of takes them off their game of what they were actually looking to do so here's one little key thing that you know i used to always do as a salesperson oh mind you guys before i go into what i used to do as a salesperson the thing is, is I have to do an Anchor app uh, sponsorship or an Anchor app sponsorship. It has to be mid-roll. So it has to be somewhere in the middle of the episode. So I'm going to do this real quick and I'm going to say 
now time for our sponsors or whatnot. So, but please give me, uh, give me some, uh, uh, what am I looking for? Give me some, uh, love. Okay guys. So anyways, long story short, what I would sit there and do when I was go out there and lie, cause I, I'll tell you what my other salesperson used to do the guy that I used to work with when I was selling cars, what I used to do is say, Hey, you know, whether you have a small lot or a big lot, whether you have hot temperature or cold temperature, I always kind of use the same little line. Hey, you know, uh, my name is Tony Story. Now, always do this. Are you here to see somebody, okay? Because what you might do is you might just fuck up a whole entire deal, okay? Make sure that they're here to there to see somebody, whether it be, you know, your customer or whether it be, you know, a salesperson there or it just might be somebody in parts or service or whatnot or enterprise. Make sure you, you guide them in the right direction, okay? But if they're here to see somebody, go take them inside, show them to them. But the one thing is, after that, you know, Jesus, guys, I do apologize. What you need to do is sit there and, you know, next thing you do is if they say, no, I'm not here to see anybody, I'm just looking. Okay, cool. I have no problem with you looking. One thing I know, one thing that I know to do is I know my inventory better than anybody, like the back of my hands. So basically, you know, we can sit here and look at all, look at all these vehicles on the lot, um, but in, in due to the temperature, whether it be hot outside or cold outside, you know, I just like to bring you inside in a more comfortable environment. What I do is a quick needs assessment. Basically, it just lines up what your needs for a vehicle are. I go out there, I find it, I bring it up, I do a product presentation of the vehicle so that you get all the features and benefits that you need to know about this vehicle so that you can make an educated decision. And then once we do that, if you'd like to go over some numbers, whether, you have, whether you're replacing this vehicle or, um, or just adding one to your fleet. Uh, either way, you just want to make sure that we give you some uh, fair pricing. That way, you know, if you don't purchase a vehicle from us, you know what to expect out there in the market. So uh, other than that, um, follow me in. So real quick, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know where I'm at in the podcast. All right, I'm not too far into it. So just live real quick. Give me like like one minute of your time and just listen to this uh, uh, little uh, uh, ad for the Facebook or the sponsor or Anchor app, okay? All right, so ready? Hit it. All right, now that I'm back. All right, so basically what I would do at that point, and I learned this from one of my older salespeople there, is that he would turn around. He was an older gentleman, had a bad hip, and he just wasn't walking on the lot with the salespeople. And what he would do is he would turn around. He said, all right, follow me. And he would turn around and not to make people seem like they're sheep, but we are sheep naturally that whenever somebody tells us what to do is we naturally do what they tell us to do. So he would turn around, start walking <sighs> for the door. He would start walking for the door and the customers would, you know, eventually just follow him in. And the th- the reason why he did that is he knew that he can control them within his environment. When you have a customer out on the lot, you can't control them within that environment. And I'm not saying control in a bad way. Here's what happens, okay? Just so y'all clearly understand this, because there's probably that listen to this podcast episode that don't typically sell cars, but they want to sit there and, you know, dog on, on salespeople, you know, that you, we want to control them. You know, we're very manipulative. I know one thing about being in car sales and the time that I've been in the car, car business is that all I'm here to do is help the, make, help the customer make an educated decision. That's all I'm here to do. And what happens is when they're out there on the candy store, they're sitting there and they're picking out cars, this car, that car. And what they do is they see a car that necessarily, that necessarily doesn't either fit their features or fit their budget. And they get so honed in on that vehicle 
and then it turns into a confrontational thing at the end. Well, if you can't make it fit in my budget, well, you need to add this if I'm gonna buy this vehicle. And the thing is, is all you really want to do from the get-go is bring them inside, because you know the inventory. You, If you've been listening to my previous podcast episodes, you sit there and let them walk that lot and sit there and learn the inventory, okay? You've walked that lot, you've learned the inventory, you know what kind of inventory you have, you've test drove the vehicles, you know exactly which one's gonna fit their needs. More than likely, you're gonna know the exact one that fits their budget, as long as you're not digging too much into it, and you do all that stuff. So that's the one thing I do know, is that salespeople aren't here to screw customers. Um, they're here to educate you in the buying process. They're here to land you on the right vehicle. They're here to make that vehicle fit within your budget, and that's what you need to remember. Don't sit there and think, you know, there's sometimes, in the car business, yes, we we have that one-off customer that you know we're gonna make some money off of, and it's not just gonna be me. It's gonna be any dealership that customer walks into, and I'm not trying to say that in a bad way, but they're not as educated a buyer as they are. But I will tell you this much: those customers that you make the most money off of, oh my God, they are the happiest customers you'll ever have. So just make sure you're very clear about that. So, but here's the key element to what I'm trying to get to. Um, you as a salesperson need to take control of your customer, bring them in the dealership, and then just educate them. That's all you're really here to do. Uh, I just recently listened to a podcast episode from Ryan Stuman, and though the salesman that talks the less is usually the most effective, they make the most money, and they're the best salesman. Because what you tend to do sometimes as a salesperson, I'm going a little bit off subject here, because all I wanted you to do was bring the customer inside. But what you need to do as a salesperson sometimes is you need to sit there and listen to your customer. Don't speak over them. Let them talk to you and let them tell themselves about, let them tell themselves, let them tell you about themselves and get out there what it is they're just trying to achieve. And you know, the key, key elements that you pick up from this is that you sit there and you learn who they are, you know, what their motivation for buying is and you know, you know why they're out here today. There's a lot more key elements that you pick up, and I can teach you a lot more of that stuff, but I'm just kind of going surface level on here. But this is what is so helpful to you if you just open up and listen to the customer. Don't talk over them. Just let them talk. When they're on the test drive, let them talk to you. Don't sit there and, you know, I, I, I personally like to ask leading questions. And what do I mean by leading question? Questions that lead to an answer that I want. So, you know, I'm going to ask, you know, <clears throat> I want to know what their occupation is. I want to know what it is about their job. I want to know what it is that that highlights them. You know what I'm saying? You know, I want to know what it is like leading questions. You know, how many kids did they have? You know, just certain things that I know that I want certain answers for. That way I can sit there and put that in my memory bank and recall it if I'm trying to close the customer or recall it if I want to sit there and just show them how good my memory is or just have those little things and I try to relate it to other little pieces. So anyways, Guys, if you um, have any other questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I know this wasn't that long of a podcast episode. Hopefully, y'all got some valuable information from it. But these are some key elements I really, really want you to take away, okay? When you're out there on the lot, make sure you ask the customer if they've worked with somebody or talked with somebody. That way, you're not skating somebody. I always say there's no honesty amongst thieves, but be honest with your other um, salespeople. The other thing is to take away from this is make sure you give the customer a reason why to come in the dealership. 
You know, if you're sitting there and you don't give them a reason why, that means they're not going to turn around. So, hey, I know this inventory better than anybody. I can probably pick that vehicle out just like, just like that, what you're looking for. So let's just bring you inside. Do a real quick needs assessment. That way I can find the exact vehicle you're looking for, bring it up, let you take it for a test drive, make sure all those features, make sure I go over all the features and benefits with you. And then and only then at that point in time, you know, we can either see whether we're adding this vehicle to the fleet or if uh, we're just we're replacing a vehicle, we'll give you some numbers to make sure if that if you're not buying from us and you're going to buy from somebody else that we're keeping everybody honest in their purchase. So how about you follow me inside? And the very last thing is turn around, bring the customer inside and just keep on walking and they'll definitely follow you. OK, so other than that, you know, remember that you're a salesman, you know, that you're not an order taker, but you're a salesman. Let the customer talk, let the customer you know, fall in love with you as a salesperson, make a relationship with you. And it's like I always say to customers at the end, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm gonna to try to do three things uh, during this uh, uh, visit to the dealership. I'm gonna to try to ask you out on a date, so I'm gonna ask you to either be my boyfriend or girlfriend. After that, I'm gonna ask you to marry me, so we're gonna go on a dating stage, you know, where you're my fiance. And the very last thing, I'm gonna ask you to marry me. What I mean by marrying me is I'm gonna ask you to marry the dealership, marry me as a salesperson. That makes sure that we unite everything and make sure we get you the right vehicle and do all that stuff. And that's what I'm basically here to do. So guys, I appreciate y'all for listening to me. It's like I've told you in the past, this could be the hardest five-figure business or the easiest six-figure. It's what you make of it, okay? You know, if you go into this career and it's like I was talking to my controller or my office manager, she was down in the, the Miami area and she was just telling me that, you know, she gets in the car for an Uber driver that's a salesman. Well, that guy's not a salesman. He's just an Uber driver. Um, he's he's faking and baking. And if any of y'all are Uber drivers, don't take offense to this. But if you're having to make a second income, it means you're not focusing enough in on car selling cars. Um, so or you're not at the right dealership, so on and so forth. So please, guys, you know, and she was just telling me that it's the same stuff that this is what I get. This is the same stuff. They were telling her the same stuff that most negative salespeople that are having a rough time or they're blaming everybody else in the car business uh, about they're blaming everybody about you know the manager's not giving me enough for the trade the customer sucks you know just those simple things and that's what i'm trying to tell you about you as a salesperson whether you're listening to this podcast or not you need to have a different mentality make this the easiest six-figure business you've ever been in and you know elevate yourself to the top you know the cream rises to the top and that's you you're the cream of the crop when it comes to salespeople, okay, guys? Um, other than that, we all win when we all win. If you are listening to this podcast episode and you see somebody in a rut or if you see somebody that you know that's starting in the business that you think that could use this information, man, please share it with them. You know, job security isn't all the information that you keep and know. Job security is when you elevate those around you. Um, so anyways, guys, I love you. You know where to find me on uh, Facebook. Uh, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E, on Instagram, at TNT, uh, Dad2728, and LinkedIn, Tony, in parentheses, last, or in parentheses, Anthony, last name, Story. And once again, I want to thank you, Alex uh, Hosner, Hosner, I don't know how to say it, but thanks for giving me some uh, content to talk about on my podcast episode. If any of you other guys or gals have anything you want me to talk about, please hit me up. I want to give you all some uh some information. It might take me a while to think about it, but I want to give that information to you. All right, guys, I love you. Make sure y'all are sharing this with a private message, a DM, text message, however you can get this information out there. Please get it out there. All right, guys, 
I love you once again. And guys, you know how I end my podcast episodes. Peace.